you're busy, you're momming, you're adulting. But you wonder, is there anything that can be done in 15 minutes of your time to be the voice to speak to conserving our liberty-loving American way of life? Freedom. It's a gift from God that we don't need permission from anyone to exercise. It's the right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. We want to do all of that under the umbrella of obedience to God's word and Christ's lordship. And there we find the sweet spot of all the freedom we need and the safety from our own imperfections so that we're able to flourish. As thoughtful women, we're thinking of how we can intentionally pursue greater freedom in all areas of life, wellness, time, finances, American life, and more, to the benefit of our families and communities. Hey, I'm Cheryl Reese. Welcome to the Thoughtful Mom Podcast. Are you ready for some thought-provoking conversations? How can ordinary parents engage the local political process? I've got five action items. You don't have to do all of them, but they're definitely helpful ideas. If you want to be able to get involved at the local level in your community to save it from destruction. As Christians, we want to be making disciples. Absolutely. We are doing that in our homes, primarily as mothers, raising children, teaching them every day, God's word and praying for the Holy Spirit to draw them to himself and save them. If they are saved, we are discipling them in the truth and in God's word and raising them up to love God first and love others as they love themselves, right? So that's great. That's a fabulous start. What do we do next? If we are to be making disciples and changing our culture that way, at what point does Christianity step into the civic space and start to bring that changed life, bring that gospel influence into that place, right? Uh, obviously, the obvious thing a lot of our minds go to is, well, we have to have Christian candidates. We have to have Christians get elected to office and go do the thing, do the right thing, hold, be the representative voice for our values, right? Well, we can't all do that, right? I mean, I'm a mom. I am homeschooling. There's no way that that's like even a reality in my world at this point in my life. And I'm never going to be president. I'm never going to be a congressperson. So where does where does that put me, this Christian, in my civic space? And really, we need to take our eyes off of the big federal picture because it's so big. Where individuals can have a difference making possibility is at the local level. Now, I, I do want to go back and correct that one thing I said because I have a friend who spent a lot of time in the in the world of conservative lobby groups. And she said that many congressmen's offices, there will be a lot of bills where they only get five or 10 phone calls. And if you are one of those five or 10 phone calls, you have a pretty loud voice with your representative. And so it is important to stay on the phone with our congressmen and to be aware of bills coming before them and stay on the phone with them and give our voice for them to represent. But the 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 major changes, the way that the system works 
and operates, you're going to have so much more influence down at the local level. So that's what I want to talk about today. Um, first of all, have you ever heard of a precinct chair or a precinct committee person? I am looking at tpaction.com and I'm going to be reading from there to explain what that role is and how anybody can do it. So first of all, why, uh, why is this precinct chair position important and something that we should be focusing on? It's the forefront when it comes to local and grassroots politics. As a country, we focus more on House, Senate, and presidential elections and overlook county and local elections when these are truly the most important elections of our everyday life. Precinct chairs are crucial, especially during election years. What is a precinct chair? Precinct chair, precinct committee man, whatever the name may be in your state, they are all the same. Precinct chairs have many goals. Registering voters, petition signatures, knocking on doors, poll observers, and helping with election results. If they are elected, they vote for party leadership, the platform and the shape of the future of their party in their state. Why is this important? This is important because local governments and positions are the lifeblood and official representatives of their parties. They have a major say on the way things get done in their precinct. A precinct is your neighborhood. So as a chair, you lead the way for your neighborhood and help influence reform such as election integrity. As a Christian, how can this not be important? If we want the changed, the gospel transformed life to be touching every aspect of our lives and of our world, how can a Christian not engage at this level and lead the neighborhood, <laughs> so to speak? When you look back over what happened in the previous presidential election, so much of this so many issues happened at the local level as far as receiving the big tech money, as far as allowing all these drop boxes all over the place in, in liberal leaning areas, and then closing down voting centers in rural conservative areas in the name of COVID. So there is so much to be said for the value of good, righteous, ethical people holding these positions and you're just doing it as a layperson. It's not like it becomes a full-time job. I mean, there is absolutely seasonality to it and responsibility to it, but it doesn't have to take over your whole life for your whole life. How do I become one? Well, tpaction.com has links for every state that you can click on to gain information on how to get involved in your area. So again, I highly recommend, if you're not listening to the Charlie Kirk podcast, how many podcasts, by the way, how many podcast hosts will drive traffic away from their show to redirect you to someone else? Not very many. That is how good Charlie Kirk is. You need to be listening to the Charlie Kirk show every day and look up his organization, Turning Point USA. The, the political action arm of it is TP Action. Again, their website is tpaction.com. You click on the menu and right there, a pri primary major menu item is become a precinct chair. And there is the link down there as you scroll down to see the state that you live in, or you can contact their email address to get help and advice 
on learning how to become a precinct chair. And again, that's a very important role and something that anybody can do if that role is not already filled for your party in your neighborhood. My dad, when I was a kid, was a precinct chair and we as kids had so much fun (laughs) watching him in that role. We used to have packet parties at our house and that means you're collecting the brochures of the candidates that reflect biblical values who you want to see elected in your neighborhood and in your voting district and you get your friends over, everybody else who cares about the country and you have pizza and snacks and you lay out your folding tables and you lay out all of your um, brochures. You get a little bags that hang on door doorknobs and you just go, you go down the table, fill in your bag with all your little brochures and, or you can like build a pile of them in an assembly line fashion and have the last person at the end stuff the bag. And we made hundreds of these packets. And then on the weekends with those same friends who loved America, we walked the neighborhood and would go put these little hanging bags on everybody's doors. And that was your packet party. And that was your way of educating the electorate and getting the vote out. Now today, it may be a little more sophisticated than that, depending on the area you're in. There's so much more technology that unfortunately the left was faster at harnessing, but the right is coming along on that where you have a more um, strategic, more condensed walk list that so that you're not wasting time and resources and energy going and putting these pamphlets on doors of people who are not even registered to vote in your party. But you get the idea. (laughs) This is a great way to build consensus and community and to go out and get out the conservative vote. Speaking of technology again, there are text campaigns that you can be part of. During the last presidential election, the NRA had a political arm that had organized voter lists so that you could contact those voters and ask them an important survey question or remind them to go out and vote if they hadn't already voted yet. And that list updated whenever people would vote. And after they voted, their name would come off of that list, I believe, I I think. Um, And so every day we were getting emailed an updated list that we could, so that you were very accurately targeting people and not uh, wasting, again, time or resources contacting people who had already voted or people who hated your candidate and things like that. It was, it was a very streamlined way to be effective. It takes a lot of the fear out of it. That texting takes a lot of the fear out of it too, because you're not doing face to face and you're not, you don't have to be prepared to debate somebody who's combative. If somebody replies with hostility, you just let them go. (laughs) And it's very civil and, um, safe. (laughs) It's something that you can pick up if you have 10 minutes of free time. Get in there, get in the list, and knock out 20 phone numbers, and you are feeling like you're making a difference, and it's true, you are making a difference. The fourth idea is to, and this is so simple, and like should be something every citizen is doing, meet your representative. Go to the website for your state legislature, print out the map of the districts, 
look up by zip code your state congressperson and your state senator, write their phone numbers on that map. Then go to the congressional website for the federal level and get your congressmen and senators phone numbers, write those on that paper. Now, whenever you're listening to the news and you hear things that are alarming, such as the way Biden is concerned with the border between Russia and Ukraine, when he doesn't care about the border between the United States and Mexico, you can call your congressman and start letting them know what you think of us being entangled in a foreign war that has nothing to do with us. Like, it's so easy. It takes five minutes when you have that phone number on your refrigerator. You don't have to look it up. It takes all the heart out of it. And you can just pick up your phone. Okay? So, and same for state bills. You know, we're seeing right now, we've seen the last two years with all this COVID nonsense between mandates for different things. You can see how differently different states responded. And it's because some states, some legislatures care about what their constituents think. Other states, those legislators hate their constituents. And (laughs) when you live in a state where your representatives hate you, that says a whole nother thing. Like that's the motivation to become your precinct chair and have your packet parties and register the right people to vote and get out the good vote, right? Because why are we being ruled by people who hate us? Anyway, that's another talk. We are on five practical ideas and we're going to number five now. Host block parties with your neighbors. Everybody brings chips and meat to grill and you have, you have games, uh, cornhole if you're in the Midwest or you have boiled egg, no, not boiled eggs, egg throwing contests where you like that egg toss thing. I remember when I was a kid, we did that and like people were like all the way up into people's yards right by their houses. Like they had thrown their eggs so far without breaking it. And it built so much great camaraderie for our neighbors. And that's what's going to strengthen our nation. When neighbors like each other again, when you like your neighbors, you're going to band together and you're going to Strive to make your community good and clean and strong. And then the more strong communities we have dotting our maps, the stronger our country's going to be, regardless of what ding-dongs are in charge in Washington, D.C. So focus on the local. Bring your good influence to bear where you are. If you are doing other things at the local level, I love hearing other people's ideas. So send those in to me. Um, send me a message on Instagram at the thoughtful mom. Uh, I did change my tag on there on Instagram from the thoughtful mom podcast to the thoughtful mom. So it's still me. That's how you look me up now. Send me a direct message and I'd love to hear your ideas and share those out with other folks and learn from you. So anyway, I hope that this has been fun and motivating for you and let's save our country by saving our communities and discipling our homes and taking that light out through very practical measures. As always, thanks for being here today. My prayer for each episode is that it would be empowering, encouraging, and life-giving. So if that was the case for you, I would ask you 
to do me a favor and hit subscribe in your podcast app, leave a positive review, and then take a screenshot and share this via your favorite social media or just texting a couple of girlfriends so that other God-centric, family-obsessed, America-loving women can find our community and experience what you have experienced today.